0: Corona Chronicle Session 39 with Kevin Hamilton and Chris Dimmick. So Toast, POS, I'm sure you've heard of it. Uh, they've been doing some really incredible things right now through the uh, this pandemic to support the industry. And not to mention, Toast has been one of the most recommended, if not the most recommended technology on the show over the past couple of years. So I thought it only prudent to get them on the show to learn about best practices uh, and to maybe um, you know, if you guys are taking some some time away from the industry during all this and you have all the, the best intentions of getting back into the industry after this. Um, I just want you guys to hear from Toast. I want you to maybe consider Toast for the future. And I also have Chris Dimmick, who um, was a good friend of Restaurant Unstoppable. We uh, chronicled we chronicled his story earlier in, in the series, and uh, he's uh, an advocate for uh, Toast and what they're doing, and he's a, a user of their services within his businesses, and he also tells and coaches people to use this technology in their own businesses in his, in his, in his consulting business. So uh, I thought this would be a good little round table uh, to talk about best practices and just to put toast on your radar and to spread the good positive word about what they're doing to support our industry. Now, a three months free um when you use Toast, and they even have Toast Now, which is for non-Toast customers to get active with online ordering and delivery and uh, selling gift cards. So it's really great what they're doing, and that that Toast Now is also free for three months, I believe. Uh, so with that said. Before we hit play, I want to let you know about our sponsors. Today's episode is brought to you by restaurant Three Hundred and Sixty Five, a cloud-based all-in-one restaurant specific accounting and back office platform that seamlessly integrates with your POS system, payroll provider and food and beverage vendors. And yes, it is compatible with toast uh, for their inventory specifically. Uh, so, you know, during these times, um, we have a little time to reflect and to think about how we can be more efficient, how we can streamline our processes and technology in today's age is the best way to do that. So I highly recommend you guys go check out restaurant 365. And if you head over to restaurant365.com slash unstoppable, you qualify for 30% off implementation and a free inventory build within restaurant 365 of value of $5,000. This episode is also brought to you. By G Professional, specifically Don Professional. Don Professional is the number one dish detergent found in most commercial kitchens around the nation. I know during my come up, I was using Don Professional and it always seemed like the suds just lasted forever. And that's because they do last way longer than other leading brands. With Don Professional, you get long lasting suds that clean up to 58% more dishes. And that's per sink. So because you clean 58% more dishes, you reduce your sink changeover by 35%, which saves you up to 6,000 gallons of hot water per year versus other private labels. So when it comes to dish detergent, get the best. Get Don Professional. You can find Don Professional at pgpro.com, Sam's Club, and uh, basically wherever you can find commercial goods, you can find Dom Professional. Again, that's PGPro.com. Check it out to learn more. And now, here we are. Today's episode. I hope you enjoy it. Here it is. Kevin Hamilton and Chris Dimick. Good afternoon. How are you guys?
1: Doing great, Eric. How about
0: you, man? I'm pumped to have the both of you here. This is a... Um, a recording we've been trying to get out now for the the past couple of weeks, but it's just been so crazy, so busy. We're finally here. And uh, so just to give you guys an idea of who we're talking to, Kevin Hamilton is the uh, senior vice president of marketing for toast POS. Uh, and we have Chris Dimmick back on the show. He was on the show a few weeks ago, who is a good friend of restaurant stoppables. He's a partner in the idea collective, a hospitality consul- consulting firm and forefront hospitality group, uh, t- which has tender mercy, which opened one week before COVID and my heart just goes out to you, Chris. I mean, this has been a a vision, a dream for so so long now. You guys finally got to open and to have this happen in the middle of it all and you've been handling it like such a champion. I've been so privileged to make an example of you and your partners, Uh, but we're going to be diving into toast today what toast has done to adapt what, what toast is offering its, its uh its customers to get through this hard time and we're gonna get chris's perspective on how he's leveraging toast and uh the flexibility of toast through this all and uh first let's start with kevin kevin take us back four weeks ago when this is on the horizon where you guys see it coming what was going on over at toast take us through that whole process it's
1: hard to imagine it's only been four weeks you know i think for it's crazy. Us, um, we uh, 2019 was a great year for everybody in the restaurant industry. I think it was a solid year from a growth perspective. When we came into the year, really excited. Probably started paying attention um, to COVID-19. It was on our radar late January, early February after we wrapped up our company kickoff, but really didn't start paying close attention to it, probably in mid to late February, and really started thinking about scenarios and what could potentially happen if it became more widespread in the US. I think for a lot of us, um, it really hit home in the restaurant industry in mid-March. I think it was around March 15th or so that we started to see some of the government mandated closures and social distancing starting in New York. So I'd say that was about the time horizon that, you know, probably started paying attention to it in February, really understanding that we'd have to react to it at some point in March.
0: Did you think it was going to be this extreme back then? Did you guys have any idea this was going to hit you so hard? I don't think anyone could
1: have predicted uh, the impact that COVID-19 would have or just the impact on the global economy. Right. Uh, it's even harder to imagine what a severe impact we've seen on the restaurant industry. It's incredible. Uh, we started publishing the data uh, about 72 hours after the first government mandated closures on rally for restaurants, which we can go into later and talk about why we invested there. But to see, um, you know, it's it's been almost a basically an 80 percent drop in year over year restaurant sales across the country, and uh, essentially overnight and in a matter of weeks. Um, I don't think anyone could have expected the kind of breadth and depth of the impact that uh, would hit our community.
0: Yeah. So get into it real quick. What, what things did toast start to do? Well paint that picture of what toast has done to yeah. uh, adapt to this, this current situation.
1: I think the first, um, you know, there's obviously steps we took for our customer community, uh, but we're so passionate about the restaurant industry. 70% of our employees work in the restaurant industry at some point in their career. I grew up in New Orleans. I always worked in restaurants. I was, uh, I was a waiter at Moulinette down in Convention Center Boulevard. My first job out of school was actually with Marriott. Um, and so our first uh, our, our our first step was actually to think about the industry as a whole and what steps could we do, could we take to raise awareness about the impact that COVID nineteen was having on the restaurant industry, and then how could we move quickly to inject um, potentially some funding or capital. Uh, back into the restaurant industry really fast. And so we came up with this idea of a uh, rally for restaurants. I think we uh, kind of conceptualized it on a Friday and our, uh, our product team and our marketing team worked all weekend to build it over the weekend. And we launched it the following Monday. But the initial, the initial uh, idea there was there, there were really four pillars. Um, how could we rally um, uh, companies and individuals to help restaurants reduce operating costs Two, how can we motivate consumers to support their local restaurants? Um, three was recruiting other like tech partners to help. And four, just getting the government's attention because we didn't feel like there was enough of a reaction to support uh, small and medium-sized businesses, especially restaurants who were are being hit so hard. And so those were the kind of four areas. Really, the initial thing was a social challenge, which was we called it uh, the Rally for Restaurants Challenge. And it was to uh, encourage consumers to buy gift cards. It gives them something to look forward to. Um, when this is all said and done, we all want to go have a meal, have a beer with a friend. Yeah.
0: So have you, have uh, you did you say what the impact that Rally for Restaurants has had? What, what have you guys raised? How, how have you been able to help?
1: So the gift card sales have been in the first, I want to say in the first like four days, we did about $5 million in uh, gift card sales for the restaurant community. Wow. And it's been pretty cool to see how some of the restaurants have benefited from it. There's, um, there's a small pizza place uh, called Sidewall Pizza uh, that's in Traveler's Rest, South Carolina. So right outside of Clemson, South Carolina. And uh, they elected to donate gift card sales to their staff, set a goal of raising $25,000. And I think they crossed $50,000 in a week. Jeez. Um so it's been pretty cool to see. So this is just an
0: an example of the suite of tools that you, um, if somebody had invested in toast before this, that would have been on the table for them to use. And Chris, I know, um, you've been selling gift cards. Um, you're using that feature. Um, so just to make sure I understand Kevin, this is a feature that's built into toast. It's um, a way. No.
1: Oh, so yeah. Rally for restaurants was actually for the whole community. There's okay. a step we took, uh, just for our customers as well, which are more product specific. Um, we knew that our restaurant community was going to have to pivot really fast yeah. uh, online ordering and takeout. Um, so for our existing customers, we made online Toast online ordering, Toast takeout, and Toast gift cards available for free for three months. And then for non-customers, we launched a product called Toast Now that allows restaurants that don't use Toast point-of-sale to within 24 to 48 hours deploy online ordering, uh, gift cards and toast takeout and that's also free for three months so we kind of took we we did a macro thing which was rally for restaurants which was to call call attention to the industry and then two product specific areas i know chris and team took advantage of online ordering to to make some changes within their restaurant setup and then toast now was something that we launched for the rest of the uh the restaurant community yeah
0: and i think that's huge that it's free for you said three months right was that what it was three three months and there's a lot of people a lot of companies and every little bit helps a lot of companies are are deferring payment i know to to support the restaurant industry which again is every little bit helps but the the fact that you guys are saying for three months free just to to relieve that that burden and to get people functioning through this all day to try to get cash flow moving and chris how um how have you been leveraging some of these these tools that uh, Toast offers?
2: Yeah, so the the first thing we did was uh, within about an hour and a half, we were able to turn on the gift card piece with Toast. Um, we were an existing client already, so our rep reached out and said, "Hey, here's a here's a resource for you. It's free for ninety days. Um, let's help you get gift cards going." And then we we also turned on the online ordering platform which allowed us as a bar to pivot to um, online ordering for pickup, contactless pickup. Um, That was never part of our business plan, right? As a bar and a cocktail lounge. Um, But we put our inventory online, we shot some pictures, put up some descriptors, and uh, within a day, we were selling our product uh, online for pickup. And uh, it's been a really successful uh, injection of of cash flow and, and capital, and and we've been able to keep, stay connected to the community that way.
0: Beautiful. And one of the like, whenever I'm explaining Toast to people or or trying to help people make a decision on which POS to purchase, what one of the things I love about Toast is that you you can invest in the product at whatever stage you're willing and able to invest into it. And there's all these features you can just turn on when the time is right. And I think this is just a perfect example of, of how flexible the platform is. Um, it's literally like hitting a switch, you know, like time to turn this feature on. We need it now. And the, um, Kevin, what's the implementation look like when somebody wants something like this to turn out? What's that look like? What's, what's that process look like?
1: Sure. Well, um, one of the reasons that we kind of fast codes now was to allow restaurants who don't currently work with Toast today to get up and running inside of 48 hours. And so Toast now allows a restaurant to deploy uh, online ordering uh, with uh, first-party delivery, Toast Takeout, which is our mobile order at, uh, head app, and gift cards all within 48 hours.
0: Yeah. I uh, mean, that's pretty incredible. Um, Chris, what was that process of, of turning those features on, on your end? What was that experience like?
2: It was great. Um, my sales rep reached out, said, this is what we're doing. This is what you're not currently doing. Um, and so we were able to turn that on, um, the gift card side within 90 minutes and the online ordering platform within a day. Wow. Um, so, you know, it took some, some action on our part to be able to get our inventory online and program, but it's a really seamless, easy user-friendly process. And, um, you know, I think a lot of people were surprised that we could pivot um, that quickly. And, you know, it's just a testament to toast and the way they're structured and what they're all about. Um, You know, on the consulting side of what we do in the business with our other friends and former clients and and active clients, uh, we were able to talk about toast now um, about 12 hours after we got our, our thing going. (laughs) And uh, we're able to share it in, in Facebook groups and industry groups and, and send it directly to friends and, you know, we have a lot of independent operators that we've worked with that maybe aren't investing in kind of cutting edge technology like Toast on the on the operational side. But um, that meant that they didn't have any way to sell gift cards online. They didn't have any way to put their inventory online um, to continue to drive sales. And so we were able to help a good amount of our friends get up and running with Toast now. Um, and it's something they can cancel after 90 days if they want, you know, but uh, we really, really think that it's going to add value to what they're doing. Um, and it just shows, you know, to Kevin's point, you know, Toast is a company built by and for hospitalitarians. And you can really feel that as as a, as a partner of theirs in that, I guess, 70% of their team yeah. has experience in the business. And that, that really shows It really, you can feel it, right? That's the most important thing in what we do. It's all about our feeling. And that includes vendors and partners. And um, we've just been really stoked and really happy and appreciative and thankful and blessed that we've not only had a successful relationship ourselves, but we can share that now through Toast Now uh, with folks who haven't experienced this platform or or these people and, and what they're all about.
0: Beautiful. Uh, so what I would like to do with the time we have left is kind of cover some best practices. So maybe I'll swing it over back to Kevin. What are some of the best practices? If if we are using toast in our business right now, if, which a lot of people, it's the number one recommended platform on the show right now. Congratulations. Uh, so what are those best practices? If, if, if How should we be using toast to the fullest potential yeah. right now?
1: You know, I think there are a couple of things. Um, obviously, the big area that we've been following the community and supporting the community on is uh, we've all been forced into online ordering and delivery and takeout, whether we like it or not, except for those restaurants that have elected to close their doors and kind of ride it out. So, um, as our community's thinking about deploying online ordering for the first time, we really encourage them, if it's the first time they're doing this, to think about their top 15 to 20 menu items that they want to focus on, on online ordering. Um, Really think about the menu items that you want to put out there that allow you to consolidate food inventory costs and manage your prime costs more effectively. Um, And then we're ready to help you get up and running really fast. And then from there, you can diversify a bit. And what we are seeing, to Chris's point, is kind of a blending of like uh, restaurant and retail in a single format. Um, We're seeing a lot of customers who have... uh, are using online ordering to present their food menu, but also selling alcohol and or selling merchandise that they might've had on hand. Even community grocery stores are starting to spin up on online ordering like, uh, like Chris has done, uh, on his side. And so it's, you know, I think that's kind of one best practice. The other is really get aggressive about managing your online presence. Um, That includes going to sites like Google My Business and making sure that you're directing folks to your Toast online ordering platform and not some really expensive third-party delivery platform. We do think those platforms are great for acquiring net new customers, but then think about the messaging that you can put in place with your guests to encourage them to use a low-cost solution that's commission-free like Toast as opposed to a higher cost solution like a grubhub for example yeah,
0: I might get you guys back maybe you can help me connect with uh, somebody in that department who specializes in getting people off of those third-party platforms and, and onto your own platform I mean if you don't have to pay out that commission then like, like you're like you could Increase your margins significantly if you can create those habits. And I think we need to be better about sharing knowledge about how, like, you know, we we all bitch and moan about the grub hubs of the world, or, and but what can we do within the industry to train right. our 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 guests to to support the industry, right? right? Um, I would love to talk about that. But dialing back, you mentioned um uh top performing items. I think it's kind of obvious why we need to dial back our 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 uh, product mix. Uh, why and get into the details of why that's important.
1: Well, you know, I think it it helps you to manage your costs better, right? And if you're buying in bulk in certain areas that it reduces your food costs, allows you to become more profitable, sell your top sellers. Um, You know, we've put on Rally for Restaurants a whole bunch of resources uh, that folks can access on uh, the CARES Act. And then on our blog, On the Line, we've published a bunch of resources on how to think about online ordering and get it spun up super fast. We can send you some of the links uh, so you can share them with your community. Um, but yeah, I think uh, starting simple and then building versus starting overly complex. It's it's better to like get it eighty percent of the way there and launch it, and then optimize it. Similar to how we think about uh, a lot of the work we do at Toast when we're building new product capabilities, right? We want to get the minimum viable product out there and then iterate on it and make it better. Mm-hmm. I think the other thing is just uh, we 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 need to think like marketers in terms of how our guests discover our restaurant. So it's not just you definitely need your online ordering site on your website but also think about all the social channels you have and make sure you're making it easy for folks to access those links so that they don't get get caught up using third party links cuz it's easier to do
0: yeah so basically uh- like like making sure that that ordering link is on your Instagram. Like have that be your link. Uh not yeah. maybe to like the website, but to straight to the ordering or maybe use Linktree. I think is another yeah. thing that a lot of people aren't using a lot uh in this totally industry. Right. Multiple links. Right. Yeah. And so really be what you're thinking of like what's the path of least resistance? How can I create a path of least resistance to get people to order from my restaurant? And Chris, I've had you unmuted, so I'm gonna I'm gonna or I've had you muted. I'm going to unmute you now to, to weigh in. If you have any thoughts you want to share, sorry, if you were trying to talk and we couldn't hear you.
2: No, it's all good. Um, no, I think that stuff is, is gold. I think starting with an MVP, especially if it's, if online ordering and, and pick and delivery is new to you, find those items that sell, find the items that are, um, you know, easily producible and, and from an operational standpoint, um, you know we did pivot towards a bodega mark uh, model where we're now featuring other local partners products folks who d- were not set up to distribute their stuff um but do have a local presence and do have a great product that's on brand with what we do um so from a community standpoint you know i think there's a huge opportunity to Um, if you can figure this out and get it launched to then share that platform with your friends in the industry who may not have that same ability. Um, So in our Mercy Mart pivot, um, you know, we've got pop-up restaurants and chef friends and coffee companies and bakers and all kinds of folks who are now selling a few of their items and SKUs through our platform. Um, And, you know, it's a pass through for us, but it's, it's our commitment to the community and it ultimately helps keep your brand at the forefront of relevancy within your community as we all continue to navigate this stuff. Yeah. Um,
0: so real quick, we have a few minutes left. Um, any, any best practices around that pivot as far as um, and and toast originally meant for, you know, the restaurant industry, a restaurant POS designed to be a restaurant POS, but now being used in more of a retail esque um, way uh, any best practices when it comes to pivoting to focus on that retail or when when implementing retail that we should know about I, I think guess, we've
2: touched on the best one honestly okay. cool. you know, don't, don't go don't overextend yourself right um, you don't have to offer all 90 things on your menu you can offer your top 10 Gotcha. you can offer things that have better margins uh, you can offer things that matter for other reasons, and that, that's up to each independent operator. But to, to Kevin's point, start with an MVP, a minimal viable product, and then you can build on it. You know, we've been live for two weeks, and we started with 12 SKUs. We now have 30, and that ranges from toilet paper and gloves. And now next week, we're going to have masks that we're selling at our cost.
0: Hey Chris, you're oh, a little unreadable. You know, okay. I'm going to pivot over to Kevin. Uh, so we have like one minute left, Kevin. Any other best practices, last thoughts, things we should know if we're looking to invest in this product? I mean, you know, I know a lot of restaurant tours don't have a lot of spare cash right now. Um, the, the last thing they're thinking about is buying a new POS. What what should we know?
1: Um, you know, what? God, that's a tough one. Yeah. <laughs> I'll be honest. Yeah. I think we covered a lot of the best practices on online ordering. That's really the big area of investment right now. And I think we'll continue to push out new features there to help restaurants think about that trade-off between third party and first party. And so some investment behind the scenes at toast, making delivery and contactless delivery easier. You know, I think um, the other bit is tours uh, are, you know, we're, we're fighting a good fight. We're fighting the good fight as well. I think you can only, you know, until the fog's lifted and we have better visibility into when it opened, we're uh, taking each day as it comes running sprints every week trying to, try to put out new features. So.
0: Yeah. Well, gentlemen, thank you so much both for taking the time to join us to, to share some of these best practices. And uh, thank you, Kevin, for uh, thank you for, you know, on behalf of, you know, The industry toast. Thank, thank you, Toast, for for getting flexible, for providing these services, and and making it as easy as possible on us during these hard times. And uh, thank you, Chris, for uh, coming on and sharing that perspective, that that user perspective. I appreciate both of you.
1: Definitely. No, I'll get through it together.
0: Chris, I think we might have lost you a little bit, but uh, if you can hear us, we appreciate you. All right, guys. I, think we, I got that. We got that. Uh, all right. We'll cut it there, guys. Thank you so much. Well, there you have it. Another episode in the archive here at restaurant unstoppable and the Corona Chronicles. And I didn't even know, honestly, before this recording that there was a separate uh, thing that toast had going on with the uh, toast now, which is awesome. Not even if you're not a toast customer, you can get access to these resources for for three months. And those resources, again, online ordering, uh, on, on, online delivery, I believe in the gift cards. And, uh, yeah, it's amazing what they're doing. i um, a huge fan of toast. Obviously you guys listen to the show. You hear my guests recommending it all the time. Also a special thanks to Chris for coming on the show and giving us, um, uh, a real authentic, um, testimonial to the services that have been provided by toast through all of this. And, um, I want you guys to know that toast did not pay me to do this. And Chris was not getting paid to do this either. We're both just big fans of toast and what they're doing. And I wanted you guys to know that these resources were available to you. If you're making that pivot, if you're making that transition, or maybe you had to close altogether, but you do have hope and dreams of coming back even stronger, come back stronger with toast. This is not a toast ad. I promise you, but I will say this. They do have an affiliate program. Uh, It's a very great program. And if you reach out to me, uh, Eric at restaurant and you tell me that you want to transition to toast or you want to start off with toast when you come back stronger, they will pay me out. I think it's like $500 per location. That's great. And I'm, I don't mind sharing this with you because it supports the show. It's transparent. It's at no extra cost to you. So use my links, reach even better, reach out to me. Let me make you the introduction. Let me make the introduction for you. That would be the best way to uh, support the show is literally reaching out to me saying, I want to use toast. I'll make the introduction and then we'll have you on your way to being more efficient and streamlined. And, and the, the integrations with toast are great too, which is another thing to really keep in mind. So uh, with that said, I got to let you know about our sponsors. Again, thank you very much to restaurant 365, a cloud-based all-in-one restaurant-specific Accounting and a back office platform that seamlessly integrates with POS. POS systems, toast being one of those POS systems, the integration with uh, their inventory management is amazing. Uh, also with payroll providers and food and beverage vendors, head over to restaurant 365com slash unstoppable and qualify for 30% off implementation and a free inventory build within restaurant 365, a value of $5,000. Today's episode is also brought to you by Procter & Gamble, specifically Don Professional. So you guys are out there busting your butt for our our communities and keeping things safe and clean, and Don Professional can do that. Not only will you be killing the germs and that stupid little coronavirus, you'll also be saving money because Don Professional helps you cut down on your water bill. You use way less water because Don, those soaps and suds last forever and you won't be using as much soap because Don lasts forever. It just really holds up well in that water. Uh, Also, head over to www.pgpro.com. Again, that's pgpro.com. Thank you so much to my sponsors. I would not be able to do what I do uh, if I didn't have the support from my sponsors. So using my sponsors helps me help you. So again, use those links, support my sponsors, and you support me, and we'll talk to you next time. Peace
2: out.